blessed Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. Good day, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Bible study uh, for the coming Sunday, which is the first Sunday of Advent, as well as the first Sunday of the liturgical year. Let's greet our Lord with the sign of the cross in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The result of the course to meet your Christ with righteous deeds that is coming, so that gathered at his right hand, they may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Well, um, this prayer reminds us of what we heard last week, talking about the sheep and the goat. Okay, those on the right and on the left, etc. So it's a continu- somehow it's connected because uh, Advent season there are four weeks and it is divided into two parts. The first two weeks actually is the anticipation of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the end of the world. All right, and then the third and the fourth week, okay, uh, will become a little bit traditional in the sense that we uh, celebrate uh, the first coming of Jesus. So we have Christmas carol, we have uh, you know all these carol singing, okay, etc. So. It's a little bit, uh, I don't know, at the time seems to be a little bit switched, but these two weeks, it is present date. And, okay, the coming, the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we concentrate more about the end of the world. And, of course, it's also our end. Yes, and then we have, uh, we'll go back to, remember, 2,000 years ago, Okay, the Son of God incarnate and take up, take, okay, took flesh and become one of us. Okay, that's the third and the fourth week. So during the third, the third Sunday, then you will see rose color vestment. Wow. It's very, yeah, it's a, okay. okay. So now, can we have the release? Uh, the lineup. So the first reading is taken from the of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 63, verses 16b to 17, verses 19b, and verses 64. Continues with chapter 16. Chapter 64 to, to 7. And then the second reading is from the letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 1, verses 3 to 9. And the gospel is the gospel according to Mark, uh, chapter 13. 33 to 37, and we will start with the first reading. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. You, Lord, are our Father, our Redeemer, you are named forever. Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways, and harden our hearts so that we 
fear you not. Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your heritage. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down with the mountains quaking before you, while you wrought awesome deeds you could not hope for, such as they have not heard of from old. No ear has ever heard, no eye ever seen, any God but you doing such deeds for those who wait for him. Would that you might meet us doing right, that we were mindful of you in our ways. Behold, you are angry, and we are sinful. All of us have become like unclean people. All our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves, and our guilt carries us away like the wind. There is none who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to cling to you. For you have hidden your face from us and has delivered us up to our guilt. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hands. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Which one? We like to comment first? It's a difficult passage in a sense that um, we need to find uh, the relationship with God, but the relationship is uh, described here is something very contradictory. Okay, on one hand, I mean, exactly, we are all the images of God. We should be doing good. However, um, when you when you read here, it, it, it seems uh, to us that there is um, a feeling that, okay, God allow us to uh, depart from him. God allow us to do evil things. God allow us to, you know, not to obey him, you know, something like that. So it's all going on. And then we, we see the trouble we have brought about, okay? Uh, and yeah, so uh, it's, it's out of our control. We have, we have done something. And then it snowball into something beyond our control. So, so we say, "Oh, come on, help us!" Okay, because this is okay. So, but there's there's a basic relationship which I I noticed at the beginning and at yep. the end of the reading. Actually, it's a disconnected reading. Mm. It's chapter sixty-three and chapter sixty-four. But even the beginning of chapter sixty-three is already yep. repeating, "You are our Father." Right. You know? Uh, chapter 63 begins with that. It's not uh, here. I mean, it's here. But then also the end in chapter 64, it repeats, no? Yet, O oh Lord, you are our Father. So within the, that history of relationship you are saying, there is this basic underlying relationship. There is. There is. I mean, this is, this is the, the pain. Of, of sinners who know their sins. Mm. You know, there, there are people who do not who deny their sins, who say, I, I'm okay, you are, you are not okay, right? And so uh, I, I can be independent from God, or don't, I do not need God, God does say, blah, 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 blah. All these things is all because they do not acknowledge that relationship. And therefore, okay, they snowball and then they, 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 they are also called their heart becomes so hardened that they don't see they do not see the problem. Okay, so it is not my problem, it is the other people's problem. Now there are people who deny 
But it's lucky that you know the uh, the the, um, the author here recognize their imperfection, their needs of God, because they understand that they okay, okay, I'm sorry, we have done, but. Please help us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, in fact, I I also noted that no, uh, when the verse says, uh, "Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways and harden our hearts so that we fear you not?" It's uh, it's as if within that relationship, it is still God who who causes that. Because why do you let us know? Why don't you just keep us to yourself? And then, but then I realized, but that's part of growth, no? Like the parents, if you just hold on to your children and then control them all the time, then they don't grow. So I guess this reading is really uh, an invitation, yeah, you said, to acknowledging, recognizing our sins but also recognizing the Lord who is there to transform us. Because in the end, in the end, the the image that comes is, you see the end of the reading, yet, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you the potter. We are all the work of your hands. So we are still under... uh, These are the words of Isaiah. Is he commenting about... The history, yes. The history of Israel, it's a a history of faithfulness and faithfulness, the prophets coming, calling them back, and then again, the faithfulness, you know, it just goes very forth. Yeah, and then because it is already Isaiah chapter 53, right? So usually we refer him, I mean, to uh, the third third Isaiah. That is to say, it's in Babylon. Babylon, right. Babylon, okay, they, they were captives, right, exiles there. Yes, but so, with the promise of the uh, end of the exile, so it's post-exilic. In fact, when you reach 66 or something, yeah. you're already joyful. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so there is this process that is very difficult. It's waiting, it's so full of tension. You hear really a lament. It's a lament, no? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we we want to hear this on Advent. Why? Because mm. because of that line, oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. Oh, yeah, rend the heavens and come down. The monks used to sing this. It's, it's so strong. Mm. You know? it's, there's even like a violent image there. Well, it's sort of feels like the end of times. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, and notice, notice also, page one, you know, the last two lines, it says, all of these are like a little mm-hmm. rag. All right, that is to say, we, we think we are doing good. Yeah, for work. All right, but in fact, okay, probably our standard of good is, is totally different from you know God's standard. That's the. I mean, it also brings back you know the whole idea of the the fruit of you know the knowledge of good and evil. So. In, immaturely, the I mean the, the first parent ate, right? And so it's incomplete. So the knowledge of good and evil is incomplete. So what we think we are doing good, in fact, it turns out to be very bad. So that that's <clears throat> uh, so continuing, we have here the element of time. 
Okay, because you said this is partly the history of Israel, but also the history of each one. Every person in the process of conversion and the process of growth. This is also the story of the prodigal son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So while he's feeding pigs and then, you see, it comes to his senses. It's a painful process when you come to your senses. But it is a process of redemption. I mean, some people just deny it, repress it, etc. Okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, you're okay. Yeah. All right, since you're okay, so I can, how can I save you? <laughs> so going back to the, the, the time element, I guess that is the thing also that links us to the gospel now. Okay? Is the, the time element is very important in the process of change, of transformation, of waiting. Also of the conversion experience, okay, and then maybe we continue by listening to the gospel now, reading from the holy gospel according to Mark. It was said to his disciples, "Be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge." Each with his own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore, you do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockroach, or in the morning. May he, not, may he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all, watch. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. First thing to note is we are in the Gospel of Mark now. Beginning uh, the year B of the liturgical year. So we have we will be guided by the Gospel of Mark for our Sunday weeks. We finish Matthew. This is part of the wisdom of the church so that we can listen to all the Gospels on year by year and somehow also uh, have the consistency so we're not jumping here and there so with the liturgical year the new one we are with mark okay now the, what is the word that has been repeated here many times anybody watch, watch. okay it yeah. starts with be watchful be on the watch watch therefore and then in the end is still watch and in this watching uh, there is a second word, it's be alert, okay? Uh, the readiness, because I guess the, the time element here is also very strong. You notice here, uh, there is whether in the evening or at midnight or at cockroach or in the morning. So there's a lady, biblical uh, theologian, who said, where did this happen in the life of the Lord? These four moments in the evening, midnight, cockroach, uh, in the oh, morning. Wow. Right. <laughs> the passion of Christ. The passion of Christ. It happened, no? Uh, evening, the Last Supper. Right. Then midnight, the betrayal and the. Yeah. And then cockroach. Yes, the denial of Peter. And then in the morning, it's already yeah. the when he was given to the Sanhedrin, yeah. etc. But also the morning of the resurrection. Yeah. 
So you have here uh, the Paschal mystery hidden also in the verses, which is our lifetime. This is lifetime, but also our lifetime. Now this watching and waiting is uh, is not just the usual ordinary thing, but uh, the thing is, are we paying attention to this presence? Similar thing to some of the other readings, like like he comes like a thief in the night, yeah, or the ten, the ten uh, yes. Um, yes, yeah. yes, and in fact here. Uh, where may he not come suddenly and find right. you sleeping, Sleep really comes back to that. But the other thing, I guess, is what are we watching for or waiting for? So, what is the point? What are we watching? The return? Guess, well, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I prefer to interpret the time mm -hmm. from another perspective. Mm -hmm. Because um, now just just imagine now Jesus talked to okay uh, talk about the servants all right each with his own work right and then assign the gatekeeper it's supposed to be the gatekeeper should be the one who works right. and then tell the others hey he's coming right something like that so but however in the end Jesus said what I say to you I say to all the whole of the and then just think about it. Okay, I, I may not be the gatekeeper. I, I may be one working in the field, you know, cleaning the hall, cleaning the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Come on, I need to rest. Uh, it's meaningless for me, you know, to stay awake. You know, I finish my kitchen work and then stay awake. What, midnight, call road? No, no, no. Okay, I should sleep a little while. And then I will, you know, before call road, I, I get up to prepare the, the breakfast and something like that. So... It sounds too cruel, right? I mean, you do always allow yourself yes. to sleep. Come on, no way, right? Sleep deprivation is a very cruel torture, you know, to, to extract information from prisoners. All right? So, therefore, I would like to interpret this from another point of view. That is to say, usually, the Jews start counting a day when evening, evening begins. Mm -hmm. So that's the beginning of the day, evening, and then midnight, all right, cockroach morning, all right? So it is the one whole day. So I would like to interpret it in a sense of the age of a person. Some people die young. Mm -hmm. Some people, like Kissinger, wow, 100 years old. Right? So maybe, okay. Now, that, that would be meaningful. I mean, for a person, whether you're young, you're old, you do not know when you die. Exactly. And therefore, be watchful. Of course, you can go to sleep. Sleep means, means dead. Do not, okay, so that suddenly find you dead. So when the Lord come, okay, you are dead. Physically, you may not be dead, but spiritually, you are dead. So I mean, so maybe, maybe uh, for me, this passage, I, I I prefer to interpret it on the individual level, in the sense that each one of us should be watchful, so that when the Lord comes, even if you are still alive, okay. Your spirit, your soul, 
it's not yet dead. Mm-hmm. So that, that's how I interpret So it. the watchfulness is just the same. It's really watching and waiting for yeah. the presence of the Lord. Right. Okay? So it could be the end of the life, the lifetime of the person. Mm. It could be the end the of the end life, of the, world, yeah. the second, the second, the second of come. Christ, yeah, yeah. You know? But it's, uh, the sense is you are watching and waiting for a particular objective. Uh, um, when we die, it's already the end of the world. Mm. Yes, of right? For you. Right. Yeah. For me. <laughs> the end of one phase of your life. As we yeah, always yeah. say, it's not the end, it's the beginning or the transformation. Yeah, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh going back to this watching and waiting, that presence of God no, in our lives. So we said yeah. you are not dead, meaning to say you are spiritually alive. No? So this presence is within our lifetime. And uh, St. Paul, in the second reading, I think his invitation is that uh, we have always said that word in Christ. In Christ is not something that you interpret only at the end of your life. Being in Christ is in the today of your lives. How are we in Christ even as we live our lives now? Okay, so that's why maybe the, the first interpretation we mentioned here is really the presence of Christ, his Paschal mystery in our lives. And that continues, I guess, now with a second reading. Huh? Reading from the first letter, same book, the word is Brothers and sisters, Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God, always on your account, for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus, that in him you were enriched in every way with all discourse and all knowledge as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gifts as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you firm to the end, irrevocable on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him you are called fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So we hear in the second reading, um, Paul talks about God's grace. And it is something that God makes it very much available to us. Uh, and he's speaking to the Corinthians about this. He is also trying to tell the Corinthians, as you would have heard from the first and the gospel, that through your conversion in desiring to do good, sometimes we do not know how to begin the process of conversion. Um, we are often blocked. Uh, by shame, guilt, or pride. And what Paul reminds us is that the grace of God is always available to us. We only need to reach for it, and God will help us. And how do we reach for this grace? Through prayer and reflection, and Advent is a great time to do this. And 
Yes, it's there very strongly in the reading, no, when it says, um, Christ was confirmed among you, so you that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift, even as you wait, wait for the revelation. The graces are there already available. Thank you for that uh, comment, uh, Patrick. You know? And the other thing that we can add here is the faithfulness of God. So it rounds up the first reading. You, know, you are our father. Really, you know our direction. You know what kind of form you like to come out of this. No, it's just our part is only to allow you. You are faithful. God is faithful. And by him, you were called to fellowship with his son. Uh, the presence of it here in this reading, no? in Christ Jesus, in him, etc. Also, the really the, the foundation of our life of waiting is because Jesus is already here with us. We are saying in this first part of Advent, what we are emphasizing is the second coming. That means our foundation is already the crucified and resurrected Christ. You know? And we find our hope because we know that is already a given. Okay? Our hope is founded on that. We can look forward in hope because of our faith in the resurrected Christ. Okay? So, can we open for reflection? Yeah, any yes. thing that we need to clarify? Or question? Yeah. Or... <laughs> you can disagree with me. <laughs> so we open it up for questions and meditations and discussions for those of you who are joining us online. Feel free to unmute or for those who are in the room, feel free to dial it on. Well, fine, in the second reading, say, um, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift. God has given us, and I think because of the first reading, that's what ordered and the straight wrong way. We don't take the spiritual gift. There are so many that people just say, I'm okay, because you can say. I'm okay, uh, I don't need any help. So we just sort of wasted the special gift. So I think our reflection is sort of how much we are trying to grab, trying to take to, to be not perfect, but to be better, <laughs> to be like solid. Really, uh, this preparation for Christmas, I really hope we can give time more to Advent because, you know, Christmas rush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even in our parish this morning, in my parish there in Chinua, I saw already this, the, the, I mean, the crib was already set up. Uh, it's just like walking around town, suddenly you see all these Christmas decorations. And yes. Yeah. It's just like, wow. <laughs> so th th there is this I, I would really I like to pray and, and that we can have this uh, moment of, at least these two weeks no, of silence and then you know meditate on this on God our pa our our Lord the Potter who is transforming us no? 
and asking us to see you know, what points do you want to be to be reformed or transformed. That's I think coming to these sessions is so important for me yeah. <laughs> because my life during the day is ridiculous. So yeah. it's important. So once a week I can even stop. It's really important. Right? <laughs> no, I mean, I think you feel the same way. Yeah. Okay. We have our priorities upside down. Oh, yeah. 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 Somehow we, we are forced. I mean, we, we are carried along yeah. by a current. Yeah. We want to stop and you see that the current is too strong for us. So, let's also hear from you. For me, it's about the first reading. Because my understanding is, I don't think God is allowing this to happen. I think He just leave it to the people because the people already knows what really God wanted them to do. He gave us the free will, mm -hmm. so I think it is really their own choice. So that's why at the end of the day, be watchful, pay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. attention. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes the paying attention, even when they said we're just carried away by the current, no? Yeah. Maybe sometimes you are quite sure that this thing you should not do, no? Like the word there, the corruption, the polluted rags, no? <laughs> you, you know that that is not good. But then, because of the influence around you, no? So, as you said, sometimes the free will is there, it looks free, but actually it's not anymore free. You are already influenced. I, I think that's the way to how God tests the mm. people, whether you really know who you are. Yeah. Yes, and that's why he also is very considerate, because sometimes, like when you examine, no, is that marriage a free one or not? Ah. <laughs> because sometimes really, the relationship is... I don't know. It's it's covered with so many conditions. It's not really free. Now with God, I guess what He desires for us is our free admission, whatever He wants. You allow me to form you. It's why the image of the potter, and it it takes time. This takes a lot of time, and sometimes we can be very impatient. You know, unlike ordinary clay. And Porter, the clay, us, you know, are very much alive and kicking. You know, sometimes I don't, I don't want to be like that. You know, no, just imagine, just imagine, because I, I mean, I, I have been lucky. Uh, please, a uh, premier priest, when, when I was still a young student, he gave us the opportunity to serve the cripple and the handicap. Okay, they suffer from uh, polio. Okay, because at that time the vaccination yeah. is right. Yeah. A lot of them physically crippled, mentally crippled. So, in a sense, I mean, if you if you put yourself into their, their position, yeah. then you, you will hate your life. Hey, come on, I, I don't want to be like that, you know. So inconvenient. They, other people, other children are able to swim, I cannot swim, you know, something like that. Right? So, in, in a sense, uh, we, in a sense that, okay, uh, we are not ordinary clay, but clay with the free will. Sometimes a lot of resistance. So we resist. <laughs> okay, I don't want this kind of life. Yes. 
I cross that, okay. Be patient. Come on. I mean, through this condition, I will I will make you a wonderful athlete in the future. And in the end, I'm not joking. One of the girls that we, we have out, she's now the I mean a, a Paralympic. Yeah, Paralympic. Okay. Uh, table tennis, uh, yeah. so on, on wheelchair, she's able to you know, represent Hong Kong and play and earn medals. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine that in those days, I mean, this pretty little girl, okay, you need to cheer her up. Oh, no, but sometimes you cannot. But okay, we, we play together, all right? So we study together. And then I, I suppose our presence was a is able to cheer them up and then they come to seek the mm-hmm. Nothing is important. Right. So go. How about Jay there? Over there? Would you like to say something? Ah, oh, you said you were traveling. Yes, that we will guess this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can you unmute? I'm waiting for my ferry. No, it's okay. It's so noisy in here. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm just listening this time. Okay, good. So, uh, going to the towards the conclusion, no? you will see here uh, the sum proposed is really the image of the vineyard that we are the plant, no, planted by the Lord, but we're still growing. I mean, we are not yet well. Nobody knows when is the end of our life, but actually, as we live, we grow. So there is this prayer, please take care of this vineyard. How do you do that? Lord, make us turn to you. Now convert us and let us see your face. So we end. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Oh, Israel, our children will come to church and be shine forth. Sunday, everyone.